And welcome to the hottest indie hip hop podcast that's all about indie hip hop, the hip hop rejects. This is episode 68. I'm Royalty. He's John Flat and the rest. And together we're known as the hip hop rejects. So what's up, y'all? Ain't nothing chilling, man. Sitting here enjoying a bowl of chicken noodle soup and some saltine crackers with Gatorade. That sound like vomit food. Yep, pretty much. <laughs> Only thing I can keep on my stomach. Man. Man, it's been a... Man, this, man, this month has been, like, super hectic. Like, just... I've been doing stuff every single weekend. I had Mother's Day. I had my father-in-law's birthday this past Thursday. Oh, shoot. What was the day? They felt like it was something. Oh, then my, my sister-in-law is getting married. So we had, like, bridal... Like, like a little bridal uh, brunch thingy this Saturday, so I had to go to that. That wasn't that bad because it was only like from like eleven to one, so that wasn't that bad. But it's like, man, then next weekend is what more day weekend, but you don't even feel like it. So, anyway, yo, yo, weekend being eventful. I'm dealing with. My girlfriend may think she's pregnant. Ooh, snap. Yeah, man. <laughs> oh, That's man. probably why I've been sick. Oh, shoot. <laughs> I understand why you, why you over there eating chicken noodle soup and saltine crackers. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Yeah, man. She, she thinking... She might be pregnant. She going to the doctor tomorrow, man. Man, goddamn me. I'm just preparing for the worst. Oh, man. Spoiling. You know, you got to jinx yourself a little bit. <laughs> you talking about that stuff with the kids and stuff like that. I think you kind of jinx yourself, brother. Oh, I already man. know. I know. I know my luck in life. I'm gonna come back next week. I'm gonna tell y'all it was a false alarm. Watch. <laughs> We're gonna be the direct opposite of what you think it is. False alarm. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you what it is. We ate Friday after I left you. Mm-hmm. We had, uh, we went to this restaurant and she got sushi. I'm tell you, that's all it is. She had that sushi, man. <laughs> what she got food poisoning? Mm-hmm. How you get dude? How you confuse food poisoning with pregnancy? Please explain. <laughs> she been throwing up like every morning since last Monday. Mind you, last Sunday she had sushi. That's the only common denominator I see in this. So you know you between that time or before? Who me? Have I been sick in between that time? No, not sick, fool. You know what I'm saying? <coughs> uh, yeah. No, but, okay, okay then. So yeah, it's, it's it's a toss up between the two. Either man, here's saying. a man about for your food poisoning, or um, yeah, you bring it. <laughs> Yeah, they're going to be having her some antibiotics. <laughs> oh, man. 
Man, man, man. The world know I ain't ready for children. Now, who is, man? Ain't nobody never ready for children, man. You never ready. Any parent, any parent to tell you that you ain't never ready. <clears throat> but once you once you get into it, man, like when you know it's like if that is be the case, when you get into it, man, you start to like you know you start planning junk in your head as far as like just you know just everything. If it's a girl, you're gonna do this, 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 this. If it's a boy, you're like, oh man, I'm old. So trust me. If that is the case, my job is to be my main mission in life is gonna be prove all y'all around that said I'm gonna do stuff the way. I said I I wouldn't do it. I'm prove everybody wrong. Now you ain't gonna check and look like you. You gonna be like, oh man, I'm looking at myself. And that's why I know I'm gonna have to prove y'all wrong then, because I know what myself was like when I was a kid. <laughs> yeah, nah, you gonna no, nah, you gonna be different, bro. Trust me. I mean, you gonna have your. I mean, of course you gotta, you know, you know, when they get out of line, you know, gotta put them in check. But at the same time, I mean, no, nah, no, nah, you know, no, nah, you not. You saying that right now? They call me old dirty bastard for a reason. Man, once you look in the kid eyes, everything you gonna melt and everything gonna change. Trust me, it happens to all of us. Nope, nope. I <clears throat> gonna happen. Rejects tell this man that he gonna like. Man, put that on the cup. Put that. Y'all go to the Facebook page, Twitter. Hit us up. Tell this man he gonna t- tell this man. Look in the kid's eyes. He gonna just like just butter. Nope. Here it is, man. Here it is. Got a heart of stone. Mm-hmm. Go crack that sucker. It's gonna be all over. All right, man. This is a Press Play Podcast Network podcast, the Hip Hop Rejects, episode sixty-eight. Um, before we get into um, the meat of things, like we always do, uh, Patreon.com forward slash the Hip Hop Rejects is the way you can get bonus episodes of the show, early access to episodes like this one every single week, and you can also uh, gain access to some other uh, goodies on there as well when you support the show. Um, other ways you can support the show, you can stop by our Teespring shop as well. We got t-shirts up there, all different types, all different type of designs. Go over there and pick you one up. Um. Man, we did a shout out to the listeners in a minute. Let me go to the SoundCloud real quick. I did that in a minute. Feel like oh boy. Feel like showing some love to the showing some international love. Yeah, man. We just broke thirty one thousand. Just want to throw that out there. I just saw that. I hadn't been looking at the page very often because I've been hella busy. Broke that like As I can tell I'm sick right now So Yeah you got cooties Y'all forgive all the <laughs> <laughs> I know you heard that word a minute It just came to my mind When you said that So um, You almost just made me Quit the show for good <laughs> <sighs> Alright man uh, yeah, man. So we got uh, let's look at the top countries. We got listen to the hip hop rejects this week. United States, of course, rounding up the number one spot. We got Brazil at number two, number three. Uh, shout out to the peoples in the UK. Tell you, man, I'm going to go there one day. I really want to go so bad. Um, number four, Canada. Mexico is number five. Switzerland, the number six. Australia at number seven. Eight. Uh, at number eight, Japan. Number nine, Germany. And ten is Poland. Super duper dope. Shout out to all of those who, especially shout out because uh, 
Brazil, UK, Canada, Mexico, y'all in the double digits along with the and US is in the triple digits. But um, thanks to y'all to uh, for listening to us, man, in those countries that I just named. Um, let's look at the man. Top. We came a long way, man. Yes, sir. Yeah, man. Shit. Top city. We got Newburyport, Massachusetts. Shout out to y'all. Uh, I want to go to Boston one day. Um, number two, Tokyo, Japan. What up? Uh, Righteous. Number three, Righteous. we got uh, Ashburn, Virginia. Number uh, Let me see. Number four, San Jose, California. Number five, H-Town. And that is not us because I don't even listen to our own show other than when I'm either having a chore of editing it other than Young doing the editing. But no, that ain't us. So, um, all right, man. But that, that was up, though. And then um, shout out to the people that be listening to it. It's TuneCore. Uh, not TuneCore. I'm thinking about free. That's music uh, distribution software. I mean, uh, service. Uh, TuneIn Radio, man. Y'all the number one website. Uh, what people listen to is that please make sure if you listen to us on TuneIn Radio SoundCloud whatever you choose to listen to the podcast on please make sure you guys like and whatever type of rating system is on the site you listen to us please give us like a five star rating please especially if it's on iTunes leave comments in iTunes all that good stuff man let us know if you enjoy the show uh, dislike the show <laughs> doesn't really matter as long as you're listening just follow me so uh, all right, let's go back. All right, but yeah, man, <clears throat> episode six eight in this thing. Um, first topic. Um, the boy Tank. Tank is defending mumble rappers, which is um. I'm not going to read the whole thing, little statement he wrote, but I'm going to give you like a good summarization of what I kind of remember. Um, and this is in relation to, you know, little Uzi Vert rappers and the little Yachty, those type of rappers. So he basically said that, um, you rather like, in a sense, kind of like tear down, you know, youth that's trying to do something positive where they could be, you know, sticking you up for something well, sticking you up in general when, uh, artists like, um, kind of like you said, well, artists like Prince and stuff like that, they were different. They were before their time. Um, let me see what else other party said. Um, saying that, um, trying to provide and, and they're trying to provide for their, for their families and get them, get their moms out the hood and all this other stuff. Okay. I can't speak for the rest of life. I can't speak for Yachty, but. Lil Vert, that boy grew up in the suburbs. Let's get that out. Let's get that straight. He ain't grew up in no type of hood. And on top of that, he ain't even rap about the hood to begin with. So he ain't from no type of hood whatsoever. The other part with that is you can't even use Prince in the same context with these guys. Yes, there have been rappers in the past that have been weird or iffy when it comes to whatever their subject matter is, or even the way they freaking look is look very weird. Shoot, giving a good example, Tech Nine people for the longest amount of time, 
in hip hop thought Tech Nine was like a devil devil worshiper. I mean, but, people thought Buster was weird when he first dropped off. Yeah, but you ain't seeing none of these other rappers dressing up like whatever you choose to do with yourself. That's what you choose to do with yourself. But you don't see people. You don't see some of these rappers. You don't see some of these rappers from from the past dressing up like females. Nah, speaking of that, I wish I would see every grown man I know in a the goddamn rumble. Oh man, we was gonna get to that, but we can go ahead and jump in there. We could tag that on there too, man. Man, cause this 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 whatever he is, little divert, got a picture in a rumble holding a purse. Nigga. And y'all like this dude? Sir? Like I ain't got nothing against, you know, what your sexual preference is, all that. But man, 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 don't be trying to make this dressing up like female shit look cool. And y'all female need to chill out with with supporting that shit, get making them niggas think that shit cute. That shit is not cute. I wish I would see Aaron grown that man. I know in a romp. I'm shooting your ass dead on spot. Play <laughs> this trick, back. I'm, I'm playing because just what I'm, I'm 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 testifying in court. Yes, I guilty, Your Honor. <laughs> Why'd you shoot that man, Yon? The grown ass man had a rump on, sir. <laughs> he might say, bro, you were justified. So he might send me on home. <laughs> I'm just saying, man. I don't want to see man one of you niggas in that shit, bro. Yeah, man. man. Trick Daddy, uh, man. Trick Daddy came out of hiding, man. Threatening males for if you wearing a romper, you will get shot on sight. <laughs> Man, that shit ain't cool, man. Y'all better stick to Like, it was bad enough you niggas were wearing skinny jeans. Then it was bad enough this motherfucker young thug wearing dresses. Now you niggas... I'm, I'm telling you, man, you niggas finna start doing songs called Homie Over Hoes wearing scorches and shit. Y'all seen the episode of the Bone Docs? <laughs> oh, man. Dude. I mean, like, and people I'm probably talking about doing the homie bumping, bumping penises. <laughs> Man, all I'm saying, and some people probably saying that they probably like uh, these rappers. They probably saying that they said, "Well, y'all, y'all hip hop regions, y'all talk, yeah, we got y'all talking about them." No, it ain't even necessarily, you know, nothing about got you talking about because okay, let's look at the big picture here. Yes, Outcast for doing the ATLs and doing the Aliens theme was kind of weird. Yes, Prince is very weird because he wore heels sewed into his pants and all of that. But guess what? This dude had more girls than shoot ninety percent of them. Something that's out right now. Um, and, and with Andre three thousand, he never wore a dress. He wore he wore a kilt. Yeah, he wore like kilts. He wore like big giant pants, bell bottoms type pants, all that type of stuff. But yeah, here's the they have been the, tight. Yeah, they ain't even been tight. But here's the thing about the, the, the people I just named that some people think that are weird that were part of the, the 80s and 90s because also Tank said something about he's tired of people saying, you know, you want to you want people to, to, to stay on 80s and 90s feel type music, but you want to drive a 2018 Benz. Okay, let's look at this. Please name and tell me who the heck is sponsoring Uzi Vert and little and whoever else that colors their hair and twisted it in twisted it in twists. Tell me, tell me, is Coke sponsoring them? Is Pepsi sponsoring them? Is Nike even sponsoring them? They ain't doing no type of no type of endorsements that people want to see commercials of or see somebody. They they're not marketable. They're not even representing. You know, they're not even something that you can actually. 
yeah, people may be downloading them. And he's, he also said that too. He said that, um, well, you know, they're getting a lot of strings. Yeah, they may be getting a lot of strings, but guess what? They're not marketable at all when it comes to other companies wanting to use them to promote their product. Like, look at look at people like Steph Curry, or or. But well, matter of fact, let me let me get into the rap. Look at Drake. Okay, yeah, look at Drake. But the the dude that like like dudes that had like major like major endorsement contracts. Like if it wasn't for Bill O'Reilly, Ludacris would have milk Pepsi for everything they had. Yep. If it wasn't for Ti the Gun Trouble. T.I. had Boost Mobile. He had uh, Chevy. He had all that. T.I. was like, was a money-making machine, yo. But And and what do those guys got in common that Lil Uzi Vert never ain't got? They were marketable because they looked a certain way. Right. Nobody's going to, nobody's going to market somebody. Come on, look at Give another good example. Shoot, look at <coughs> Gucci Mane. Gucci Mane back when when he was so icy. Gucci Mane wasn't nobody trying to do. Somebody wasn't nobody trying to mess with Gucci when he was you know the so icy Gucci. But right when he started, when he got and did a song with Mariah Carey, who has a who gets a bunch of endorsements. This was back in the mid. It was like in the mid two thousands. But when Gucci cleaned himself up, people came out the woodworks trying to work with him. Mm-hmm. Because it showed that he could, you know, he can be, you can, you he can represent your brand. Yep. I'm trying to think who else, who else, like current, like matter of fact, look at, look at this, Kendrick Lamar. If you've been watching the playoff, Kendrick Lamar all over the playoffs commercials. He all over ESPN. True, humble is the theme of ESPN right now. Exactly. Come on, man. I mean, people try to say looks don't mean nothing, but in the in business, looks mean uh, your look says a lot about you. A look, your look can make you a lot of money, or it can keep you in the same position you gonna stay in. I want to say something else about this whole Uzi Vert thing as well. It's like, okay, Tank, you say all of this about, you know, about them, you know, they're, they're trying to do something positive. They don't even know why they're doing it. And that's a whole oh, other man. thing that we was going to talk about with the whole Joe Budden thing. Ozzy Vert don't even know why he's doing it. Joe Budden asked him, like, why are you, like, that what's your, what's your goal Uzi in hip hop? That was Ozzy Vert. That was Yachty. Yachty, whatever the name is. They all the same. <sighs> yeah, but like, Yachty said the dumbest shit on earth. Like, I mean, goddamn. Like, um, you know. I get, I mean, I get, you know, being young and a rapper, you want to have fun. But at the end of the day, at some point, you got to have some type of end goal. You want, you got to have some point, some point of destination where you want to go with this. Yeah, you really do. You don't, you don't have no destination. Therefore, that's why your music don't have no content, man. Like, you don't have no point this, you want to get across. Like, all this, like, it get tired, man. Like, only thing you can rap about is doing drugs, money, and females. And okay, and here's the other here's the other thing, young, about that whole thing with him, with um, Yachty. Here's the other thing about that with him. Okay, I can't remember which one. I don't know if it's Uzi or is Yachty. I think it's Yachty. Freaking Yachty 
I think it was, and I don't want to correct myself. I want to say I think it was Jada is the one that's born in the suburbs. And to think about that, if you rap about drugs and all this other stuff, you know, you basically all you are. You're just a you're just a young kid because you grew up in a great in a good household in a good home, and now this is your chance to rebel and be crazy. And I ain't saying you're like basically, you're basically you, you're basically Miley Cyrus. Yeah, and we're not saying that if you come from the suburbs, you can't be a rapper. No, you I'm know what I'm saying. But you know, like rap about what you know, man. Don't 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 create a don't create a persona just to be like everybody else. You say you want to stand out, you want to be different. Be different then, and, and be truthful in your rhymes, man. Yeah, it's like, dude, don't be don't be coming up here trying to defend these dudes, man. It's like nobody's saying anything about you know, I mean thing nobody's saying anything about those guys or not saying anything. We just don't we don't feel their music. Their music doesn't say anything. It says nothing. You don't hear them you don't hear their music you don't hear their music being used for car commercials or anything. Like you don't use their music for anything. That's what I'm saying. That and that should be and for them, that should be a light bulb that comes on for them like, hey, man, I ain't getting no endorsements or nothing like that. But oh, I'm just having fun. But at the end of the day, that that's the other that's the other money, man, where it comes in at. That's all man. I'm saying. At the end of the day, man, like we ain't like uh, I, I realized what older people were saying now. Like it ain't called hate, man. It's called giving you game, man. You know, trying to put you up on game so you can go through life and, and make the right decisions and not the wrong decisions. You know what I'm saying? Right. <clears throat> it's crazy, though, man. Like, just, you know, they just like us, man. You know, when you're a certain age, you think you know it all. Yeah, definitely that. Definitely that. I mean, that's typically that's typically typically the case. Um, and then the day I blame the jug all on freaking um uh Chief Keith got dog it. Shoot. Anyway. <laughs> um let's move not on. on you said what? not on the scene at the moment. Exactly. Shoot. Chief Keith, I mean, I, I was just I was messing when I said blame on Chief Keith, but I mean Chief Keith stuff didn't really have too much of a lot of content, but his stuff was his stuff was just reminded us of like the freaking crock moving in a sense. <laughs> just how yeah, but then this is what I and, and this is just how I feel, man. Like I talk about Kendrick and Drake a lot. I mean Kendrick and J. Cole a lot. But the fact that they got something to say in their music and what makes them stand out above everybody else. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, and also Drake may, you know, we may not like everything Drake puts out, but evidently somebody does like it. He, he's, yeah. talking, he's talking to somebody, at, at, you know, may not be to I the mean, hardcore rap fans, but he's talking to women, that's for sure. Yeah, I mean, Drake probably likes skin Key Sweat. I mean, yeah. Well, yeah. He, but he, he, he likes like Key Sweat. He's going to make it last he, forever. He, 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 LL Cool J the third, you know what I'm saying? Because. Early 2000s, that was Nelly, mm-hmm. and now that's Drake. Yeah. So, all right, man. I think we stayed on that subject real long, but that was, you know, it was warranted, though. Um, Chad Hugo from the Neptunes is retiring from music. 
Which is crazy, man. You don't really see Chad out a whole lot. It's really the front man. Never. Front man has always been for real um, for the most part. But at the same time, the one you don't see is most of the time the brains behind the operation, too. Yeah. Um, I mean, done for a real, crap like a producer. Mm-hmm. But I think Chad was the one working behind the scenes doing like all the A&R and then all that type stuff. Yeah, he was responsible for a lot of a lot of good um uh, good music, a lot of good albums and all that stuff for a lot of a lot of major artists and like Jay Z would be one of them and um just the name one of them. But man, yeah. Sucks though. One was uh, they didn't give any indication of what he's gonna be doing next, but he said he re- he's retiring from music, so pretty sure he's gonna do something to keep the lights on, so may not be doing music anymore unless he found another another business man, venture. Man. To get into that man can live off royalty. Yeah, he can. He can live off royalties too. That that is that is definitely that. You can definitely do that. And Chad probably got like about about three thousand royalty checks coming in a month <laughs> from different artists. Yeah. Yeah, I can definitely. Uh... I can definitely see that. Yeah, he did stuff for like uh, he responsible for hits for like like I said, Jay Z, Snoop, Ludacris, Common, Usher. There's like so many more that he was exactly. uh, that he's responsible for. So, um, Cause, you know, every time you know, most people when they hear a beat by the Neptune, they think it's mostly for real. Yeah, for real yeah. might do the hook, but Chad was doing like a lot of the beats. Yeah. I just like what uh that was a point in doing um doing Timberland's career. Um I can't think of that cast name, it's another producer. He was like a super fly producer too. That he was doing a lot of work. He was doing a lot of the beat stuff, uh a lot of the main stuff when he was working with Timberland. I can't think of who it is though. Dude, that been so long since I heard this dude's name. Um, all right, man. Um, let's talk about the boy Khaled, man. <clears throat> I know a lot of people talk about Khaled. You know, people used it back in when Khaled first came out. A lot of people would talk about how DJ Khaled would. Um, it was always a thing that people would get upset with DJs about, especially like everybody's always get mad at Clue because Clue would always come in on the come in talking over the beat at the wrong time. And, you know, people talk about Khaled in the same sense that, you know, Khaled always yelling over the track and stuff like that. But what you can say about Khaled is, man, that he is like freaking he's revolutionized the DJ in itself with these well, which what we call compilation album because that's which that's what they are, because he's not the actual artist that's performing. He's it's like a, it's almost like back in the day we used to used to have the no limit compilations and stuff like that. It was Rough Rider, yeah, yeah Rough, Rough Riders compilation. It was just like it was a group of various different artists. They were not associated under the same record label or anything like that. They were just all just a bunch of records with a bunch of bunch of artists just mixed in, mixed in it, and it was always put as you know when you look it up when you look it up or when you go into the go to pick up the CD it was all a lot of time it was in various artists unless it was like somebody that just that was flat out there but we're gonna talk about the 10 essential DJ Khaled tracks uh, okay I got a question though what's up so when Khaled go out on tour that mean he gotta bring all these artists with him right 
He probably more likely had to set that up in some form, some way to get. Yeah, you know. because I just I, my thing is this, like, because if if these artists ain't there, you basically got something playing over a loudspeaker while he's saying DJ Khaled, another one. Yep, that's basically what the, what the show will be. Like seriously, yeah. he couldn't he couldn't necessarily do it. He couldn't necessarily do. I don't even think he even like even does tours though either though. I think when he does, I mean he probably does. Either that or he probably shows up. I don't know. I haven't really. I'm not. At least I haven't paid attention to um, Khaled ever doing a um, doing a tour or anything like that. Not to not to my knowledge. He probably has though, but I probably had just haven't really paid attention to it. Um, but first track we got is "Holla at Me." That featured Lil Wayne, Paul Wall, Fat Joe, Rick Ross, and Pitbull. That was before Pitbull went all suit and tie on us, man. Um, Hollaback, that was the man, that was the anthem. Like, that was the one of the first um DJ Khaled records that I know that was like super mainstream. And that really just like that, that for me, it kind of like because <clears throat> I know like Miami scene was was hot when it was you know Uncle Luke and stuff like that, but I think and it kind of died down after that. But I think like in the early 2000s era. Uh, it was like late nine, early two thousand when that Holla Emmy came out, and that's when like with Paul Wall and that's when Paul Wall was hot. That's when all the Swisher House boys got their deals and all of that. That right there, that particular track, where that was, I know it was shot in Miami. That particular track put the light on Miami, where everybody wanted to go to Miami and be in Miami. You know, just based off of you know, based off that video and that song, but yeah. That was like uh, that was like the green light for, especially for a lot of uh, DJ Khaled stuff. Um, let me think. And you know, speaking of Pitbull, I was listening to the uh, old um, Lil Jon stuff the other day, and I had literally forgot that Pitbull was with BME Click. <laughs> yep, he was with BME Click. Yep, and you know that was before he went pop. Mm-hmm. But that was because, like, because TVT had messed up with something and a deal or something. It was something with TVT records because that's the reason why, like, the whole thing with, uh, why was it? Was it Crunk Juice or was it? I think it was Crunk Juice for Lil Jump. Why it took so long for Crunk Juice to finally come out? I think this. I think it was Crunk Juice. I have to look at the look at the album. I think that was like the. It wasn't a Lil Jump East Side Boy album, but it was a Lil Jump album. Uh, this went like when. Lil Jon did the uh, cause you know Lil Jon dropped Snap Your Fingers right and, yeah. but after Snap Your Fingers we never got an album after Snap Your Fingers it was like some years afterwards and then all of a sudden Crunk Juice showed up so it was some stuff that I'm not I don't know the full details on it but I do know some stuff went down with TVT and, and I know if that was if he was part of BME Click BME Click was probably in that, in that whole TVT uh, fiasco that was going on back then so that, I know that's that's probably what that was and reason reason why I know I watched um I watched Pitbull's um VH1 um VH1 what was it called what is it called I ain't been seeing watch VH1 in hell hell a long time um, behind the music for, for Pitbull and um, I know he was saying like the whole suit thing comes from his father he said his father used to always wear like real nice suits that's kind of like his tribute his tribute to his father when he wears suits like that. That's okay. What I, that's what the whole that's what the whole suit thing comes from. 
<clears throat> but he started realizing, like, you know, I can go in a sense what people call like to call going commercial in a sense. Yeah. He's like, I can do that and really, you know, really make a lot of money. So, I mean, hey, it worked. Flow Rider did it and we shoot. We thought that, you know, who knows where he would Flow Rider would have been if he wouldn't, if he would have just, if he would have stayed doing stuff with Ross and doing stuff with um, Maybach music, you know, just the cats he grew up around or that he hung, that he hung around where he would be versus where he is now. Because those two guys out of Miami are on a whole nother, on a whole nother level as far as uh, money goes. Right. Uh, let's see. The next track was a uh, brown paper bag that was off the uh, We the Best. Um, that was another. That was I think I think brown paper bag was like near the very end, and they came out like in 07. They had like uh, now the tracks I do remember off of um, DJ Khaled's uh, We the Best was the S on my chest that had Lil Wayne on it. I remember that. Um, and we all and everybody remember I'm so hood. Yeah. Let's see. Matter of fact, uh, that if I'm not mistaken, I think that's the album that had a lot of tracks that was produced by the Justice League. Mm-hmm. Probably was. I know. Yeah. I know. Cool and Dre did a lot of the um, a lot on DJ Khaled's first album. Um, which what's it called it? First was DJ Khaled's first album. Uh, Listen was was the first. Listen, the album was within the first album. I'm trying to think. Like, what was the name of the song? Uh, I, I I hear the beat right now. It's probably gonna be in the list of songs you you name it. Uh, is it we taking over? Uh. Uh-uh. Okay. Yeah, that was the next that's the next song. I got uh we taking over, uh, which featured Akon, Birdman, Fat Joe, Lil Wayne, Ti, Rick Ross. I remember that. Let's see, next one. Oh man, go hard. Kanye with Go Hard. I think there's I think that was produced by the runners. Uh let's see. I would have to hear the song to uh to kind of know it. But I think Cause Cool and Dre's Cool and Dre start off, they 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 tag was this is, this is mm-hmm. like if the runners sound like somebody running it go Mm-hmm. At the beginning, yep. Justice League, say Justice League at the beginning. Yeah, I, I, I'm trying to. I'm just trying to. Like every time you name a song, I can hear the beat, and the first thing that come to mind is the tag of the producer. Yeah, go hard was a man. That's when I'm trying to think. Was that when Kanye? Kanye kind of slipped away for a minute. Then it's when he came out with some. No, I, I'm trying to think. I can't remember. Um, That's when Kanye was still Kanye. Okay, Kanye was there. I'm thinking about another other song he did with Cal. That's another song that I'm thinking about that I got on my Apple Music. Um, I'm on one. That's when Drake really like. That's when Drake was really starting to pop off. Yeah, I I I, I was digging that song. Yeah, because like out of everybody, Drake killed that song. Like mm-hmm. I had to give it to him. Let's see. Uh. No new friends. That's another one. That's that's pretty almost pretty current. Almost that was like off um, suffering from success. They had like I feel like Pac. I feel like Biggie, which is my like favorite song off of DJ Khaled album. Just to have that boy Diddy on there and freaking Ti freaking murdered that song. 
Um, I also had like Black Ball. That's one of them. Black uh, Black Ball. That's a that's a song that had Future on it. Um, that's one of my, that's actually one of my favorite Future songs. Mm-hmm. Black Ball. I don't have a lot of favorite Future songs. Um, no Motive featuring Lil Wayne. They didn't ever have a video, but I, I remember No Motive. He actually snapped on No Motive. I think that was off the same album. I just think I think that's off the same one as well. Yeah, Suffer from Success. No Motive is a really good. If you want to kind of get a good, if you ever wanted to like hear like, because you know Wayne kind of veered off the path of how he used to rap, and he just started rapping like nonsense. Um, no Motive is kind of like him, kind of like you can kind of get a little bit of that. The old Phil Wayne in there. Um, Take It to the Head, which is another one, another real good one. I don't know what it is with Cali with putting Chris Brown, Trey Songs, August Alcina all on the same song. He can stop doing that. That's probably why they all cool now. <laughs> exactly. It probably is. Shit, y'all. We work together almost every damn time Cali drop an album. So, shit, we might as well be cool and. Put all the bullshit to the side. Mm-hmm. You know what, man? You right. Shoot. Let's see what else we got on here. And the thing is, like, I feel like this is what Khaled should do. Like, given, like, do a couple of songs using mainstream artists. Mm-hmm. But the way you do your albums, this is an opportunity to go out there and get some independent artists and showcase them. Yeah, that would. That's kind of like what. Um, that's kind of like what Snoop kind of did with the um, um, Malice in Wonderland album. That's kind of what. That's kind of what he did there. Because I remember I watched a video of him when he he said he took a lot of chances on that album. As far as like he used like um, up and coming producers that nobody knew and, um, artists that nobody knew and stuff like that. He did that with Malice in Wonderland. Malice in Wonderland is a good album to me. I've, that was, uh, what's the name of the song? Um, I can't think of it. I know the song. I can't think of it right now. What's the name of what it's called? Yeah. You know, like, I, I just feel like that's what, when, like, cause it seemed like every song that Khaled put out, it got Chris Brown or, it got Lil Wayne on it or it got Drake on it or, you know, something like that. You know, it's the same people over and over. Like, yeah, that's true. He pulls, he's been, he's pulled from the same pool. Um, oh, go get some old heads. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he, shoot, he resurrected Plies like on the last album, but we ain't seen, we only see Plies on the do freaking Instagram videos. <laughs> let, you, let you tell it. Basically. Because he don't do no, Basically. he'll be doing no music. Got everybody going around here saying, Bitch. <laughs> so it's like, uh, it's like, yeah, man, you don't see no, you don't see any. Um, and I think yeah, he also pulled a trick out of out of the hat on that one too, because I remember that too. He yeah, did. he had did it with Nas too, you know that uh, that um, what's it called? Oh, the Nas album. Yeah, the yeah. Nas album. Oh man, that's just, I love that track. I, and it just made me feel, made me, you know, I'm a big, huge, like major Nas fan, and um. Had me thinking, yo, my boy about to drop an album. Man, I know one thing though, man. I mean, I took me, it took me like it's two artists that it took me a long time to appreciate. 
And that's Biggie and that's Nas. Biggie, I didn't appreciate him until after I saw the Biggie biopic and I just really started to appreciate appreciate his music a whole lot more. Nas, um I started to I started to really appreciate Nas like um like like Hip Hop is Dead is one of my favorite. It's one of my favorite. Um the Untitled album is another one. Yeah. And um Black President uh what is it? Mm-hmm. Uh Black Republicans. Yeah. Favorite Nas record, man. With him so, and Daisy. So me personally, yo Illmatic, New York State of Mind, or Nostradamus, you go you go oh, yeah, Nostradamus. Nostradamus. I used to Man, I remember I was in the band. We used to play that. You can hate me now. Oh yeah. my goodness, man! You know the uh, if I rule the world, yo, him and Lauren, yo. Then you got S the Escobar album. You know, still he went away for a minute. Jay Z went, pissed him off. He came back with Steel Matic. Then he came back with Godson. One Mike. <laughs> It's like one mic to me. One mic is the antithesis of hip hop. Yep. Yep. That's the antithesis of hip hop. Like, like if you want to put out, if you want to say this is what a hip hop song should be modeled after, after, and for this generation, for millennials, one mic is the song. Yeah. Because yeah, it got emotion, it tells stories, it got it's it's giving a, a message. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's what that's what hip hop is. That is not what rap is. That's what hip hop is. Yep, I agree, my friend. <laughs> like that's why I say, man, and, and and see, to me, that's what. When when J Cole dropped the song off of Born Center, I let not let Nas down. Let Nas down was that song there was like a new one mic, and then Nas came back with made Nas proud because he liked the song that J Cole did. Like that's that's what you call respect in the game, yo. Yep. That is definitely called respect, man. That is definitely respect, especially when, you know, somebody you looked up to hit your back. Heck yeah. All right, man. Let's see. Um, let's move on to... Uh, so the Billboard Awards was tonight. Well, no, before I get, before I get to Billboard Awards. Um, something real quick. This is just to show you how hip-hop can do so many things. A Harvard student submits a rap album as a final thesis and graduates with honors. Boss. Just gonna say that. But it's mindless music. Just I just wanna throw that out there. I ain't gonna say on it too long. I just, I just wrote that down. I wanted to put that in there real quick. Alright. Uh Billboard Award winners. Um First off, the boy Drake freaking took home 10 awards before it even started. Because, you know, they have so many categories. They can't even do an entire. They can't give out all the awards on TV. They only do the most important ones. But this dude won 10 awards freaking this morning, Sunday morning. That was top Billboard 200 artists. 
top 100 artists, top rap artists, top rap album views, top R&B song, One Dance. Don't know what that song is, but we're going to move on on that. Man, that song, he was top R&B for that. I don't even know that. I ain't never heard that song, bro. But Man, I have. <laughs> Um, but we got um some other categories we mentioned last week. Um, top rap song was Panda with Designer. Uh, see, see, what's the other? What's some other rap categories? I'm going through them. It's all mixed up. Uh, that was a no brainer that Beyonce was going to win. We in top R&B artists. What other R&B artists are there? Um. I know there are more, but they don't mention it. They don't really know, know them. Um, Artist of the Year, Drake got that one. So he basically took, like, us doing our predictions really was just a waste of time. Mm-hmm. I mean, but you gotta, this is the thing is, like I said, if you want to go back and hear out there, how, hear, hear our thoughts about um, the the awards, I think it's episode it's one of the early episodes. I think it's like episode three or four or something like that. Um But no, nah, man, the Billboard Awards I mean it's a legit it's a legit thing. I mean, because it's really based off sales. I mean and he got top rap uh top rap tour as well. So I mean it's going off probably more like going off ticket sales and all that good stuff. But I mean, no, nah, he was killing it on the billboards, man. So, I mean, there's really no, we can't even say like, it's like the, you know, BT awards or like the, the Grammys where it's like a committee that decide it's really just based off numbers, numbers, um, numbers that come from Nielsen, uh, what you call it. It gives those numbers. So, I mean, the dude did have a killer year. I mean, you can't, can't, can't deny that. Yeah, you true. He had he did have a killer year. So next year, <clears throat> probably gonna chalk that up to uh. Mm, I mean, it's halfway through the year. Probably gonna chalk it up to Kendrick, but yeah, that. basically. Yeah, I'm I'm saying Kendrick for next for next year for Billboard. I got a feeling it's gonna be Kendrick next year. Um, I'm just mad. My, I'm just I'm just upset. My boy didn't get an award. Yeah, I know he did get he did get snubbed. It's like he just it's like I feel like J Cole stay getting snubbed. Yeah, he got he got he got snubbed on that one, man. Because I feel like I feel all eyes on I know for your eyes only was a great album. I feel like if he would have just held it a couple more months, I feel like he could have dropped that sucker. Like because he dropped it last year, right? Like I say, bro, he he dropped in December. December. Like I say, if he would have waited, like him a and month. Kendrick be talking. I believe him and Kendrick be talking, <laughs> and they be like, "Yo, I want to drop my well, man. I'm gonna drop my album around that time." Well, well shit, you know, we can't you, drop you know it at the same though? time. You know what though, young? You know what to kill all that though, and you can get the best of both. They need to go ahead and drop that uh, drop that Kendrick and um, J Cole album this summer. They kill all that. <laughs> They'll both win. Be done. Like I like I said, man, the game, the industry is not ready for that album. I'm gonna tell you why. Yes, they they are, dropped man. that album. They dropped that album. Nobody, and I mean nobody, is gonna have a chance. And then you gotta look at it. That's a lot of if they if they do that album, they gonna have to do it independently. Let me tell you why. Because you gotta deal with. Interscope, which is Jimmy Iovine and Dre, and then you got to deal with 
Jay Z them, which is with Rock Nation. you know Rock Nation. That's a lot of they'll have to do it independent because you know Jay trying to do his own thing, and then you got Dre and Jimmy Iovine over here trying to do their own thing. So that's probably why we ain't heard the album yet. It's gotta happen, man. It's gotta happen. Man, come on now. We just got the T Wayne album out. How many years? I still ain't heard it yet, though. But I heard it's out. And I heard T Pain dropped it. It's a bunch yeah, of unre- bunch, bunch, of un- bunch of unreleased tracks and stuff like that. It's just it just it just sucks though that, you know, Wayne is not really out doing anything because he's still dealing with the cash money situation and T Pain is not um at his peak like he was back then. Cause you know that album would have did like monster numbers like when he was like um. Uh, what's the name of the song? That's off the Carter. What is it? Carter three? Carter four? Who's Carter four? I think. I don't know, man. He got too many of them. Um. Uh, but yeah, man. Um. But yeah, that came out. Um. I feel like when somebody do something like that, when they just go and they do a one, two, three, four, five, six of a of an album, you lose count like, of what songs on what. <laughs> No, I just feel like you done got lazy and you don't even feel like thinking about the name for a new album. Um, could be. I mean, or it's just in the trilogy. Because, you know, like a lot of us, I mean, I, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I can say I wish that I hope that the next Jay-Z album is a blueprint for. Because it it's, it's just a level of... Um, there's a level I of, feel like you're trying to live off the name of a previous album. album. Yeah, you, I mean, you, I mean, you kind of do. You kind of do. Um, but no, I would love to be like, for Jay-Z, I would love to be like a, blue, a Blueprint 4 or something like that. Or something of the sort. Because you know it'll be, you know, you're going to expect. Because you're going to go back to what you heard on the Blueprint 3. Which I want to, I'm going to listen to that album. I'm not think about that now. Um, anyway, I hear listen to some Jay-Z in a minute. Um, Lil Dirt calls future the modern day Tupac. Okay, I put this in his head because not the fact. First of all, I'm gonna need you rappers to stop freaking like throwing out these Tupac references to label some of these guys that are out now. Like, stop it, stop it. Ain't nobody doing future, ain't doing none of the stuff. He ain't challenging nothing, he ain't trying to be political, and you know. And use that as a. And he's not doing none of that, so he ain't no Tupac. I'm sorry. That, that's just that's just because somebody put out a lot of songs don't mean they Tupac. Exactly. So I just had to. I played to put that in there just to squash that. So, um, man, let's talk some reject radio, and then we gonna get up out of here. All right. So, if you're new listener to the hip hop rejects, rejects out there, um, reject radio is coming. Beta coming in July, which is. About to be June in about a week or two or so. Um, please make sure you guys are sending your music in to us, man. Um, I sent out a news. If you have emailed us at any point, you should have got a um, a newsletter from us um, talking about and announcing Reject Radio as well with the information of how to um, uh, how to send your tracks in. And I got did get some tracks back just based off that newsletter, which was pretty cool. Now I, I felt it was very effective by doing that. Um, but yeah, please make sure you guys are doing that. Um, we got 
Um, so if you do like if you're an artist, you do a lot of original stuff, a lot of original beats and stuff like that. The show we have, um, just gonna announce some of the show names that we'll be having where the music be showcased. You have the show unsigned, which is basically just that. We're dealing with primarily independent artists. So a lot of you guys that have a lot of original beats and stuff like that, um, you guys will primarily be on the unsigned show. Um and then we got a lot of rappers that we that are really super fire, but you know, everybody ain't got the bread to be putting into, you know, producers and stuff like that and stuff. And, you know, a lot of times you got to go and go pull from a lot of the mainstream hot beats that are out right now. And that show uh, will be the cypher. The cypher will be for those artists that are like that, that, that typically either a does a lot of freestyling or they're doing a lot of their, a lot of their spitting and music is going over beats that, that they don't own. So that'll be the that'll be the show for the cipher. So um those are the two shows so so far that'll be dedicated strictly to a lot of the independent music. We'll also have some new podcasts um that will be debuting um through Reject Radio, uh, which is another which is uh, with some friends of ours, uh, which is Life with Zoe. Um, you can go check that out as well. That's actually episode one is actually up um, on her Sprinker on the Sprinker page, so you can go to Sprinker and check that out. Uh, I actually put a link to that um, in our sound in our SoundCloud as well, so you guys check that out. Um, and then also, man, just with submitting music and stuff like that, please make sure you guys are making sure it's 320 kilobytes per second. If you don't know what that means, that's CD quality. Please make sure to track the CD quality. Uh, please make sure you put in the subject line Reject Radio submission for uh, to make sure that's the way you can get considered. If you don't have that, you will not be considered. We ain't playing. Um, and then for people who want to be listeners for the service, Please head over to our website, thehiphoprejects.com. Um, you go over there. There's a tab that says Reject Radio. Click on it. It's going to ask you, you need to sign up with your Facebook or your Google. You can create one. Sign up through there, and that'll allow you to be able to have access to listen to Reject Radio. It'll be a player in there that you'll be able to listen to it. Do it on your mobile device. You can do it on your computer. Have you choose to do so. Um, and then also supporting Reject Radio. Um course the service itself services that we'll be using are not free so um if you guys are feeling feeling real generous we'll be uh launching an indiegogo um this summer um to actually you know get the funds that what we need for 2018 for when we when we officially launch the service july is just going to be a beta of the service itself just to test out the services that we will be using to see how it holds up to see you know where is the you know trying to gauge the listener base and all that stuff so please make sure you guys if you guys listen to the hip-hop rejects if you listen to us in any country that you listen to us in please 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 Make sure you guys head over to the website and make sure you sign up so you guys can get access to that. Um, shout out to some of the new followers on the Facebook page and Twitter. Um, appreciate you guys for doing that. Um, I think that's it, young. I don't think I got an announcement. Yeah, that's basically it, man. Remember, go to Teespring, get them shirts. Yes, sir. And- um. My, uh, you can hit us up. You can hit me up on Twitter if you guys got any questions, concerns about Reject Radio or anything that's podcast hip hop related. I am at, um, 
I am royalty of the I am royalty of the rejects on Instagram. You can hit me up on there. Um, Twitter, just hit me up on the hip hop rejects. Twitter, I'm, I primarily am the one you're talking to when it's on Twitter. So, yeah, um, I forgot my Instagram name. Shit. Yeah, I had to take like a lot of. The, I took like a lot. I had like the when I did my first one, it was like a had a bunch of freaking underscores, and I just like snatched the underscores out, and I'm like, okay, that's much better. So. Now I can remember mine because I wasn't going to be telling y'all like I underscore am underscore. That's just so annoying. So I just took the hyphen, took the underscores out. So yeah, I'm trying to see what mine is. Man, I had a second. All right, <laughs> it's sad. It's real sad. Well, this is Instagram that make you that lets you change it every freaking time you feel like you want to go by a different name. Basically, <laughs> that's why you can't remember it. It's only like that don't make you stick to one no. the, whole, the whole time. Mine is Quinn underscore Stewart twenty five. So just I let you boy IG, um, and you know I respond. You know, hit the Facebook up. I respond to you on Facebook. Yep, we both run. We both run the Facebook, so we both get the message. So you don't know who the hell you're talking to, so don't talk to it. Um. <laughs> all right, man. Uh, but yeah, you can hit us up. Um, new new episodes, like I said, every single Tuesday. Like as always, always is. Hit us up on iTunes, Sprinkers, TuneIn Radio, Google Play Music, uh, Player FM. Um, and yeah, man. Please make sure you guys go over to the Patreon page if you if you love the show, you want to you know you want to support the show. Um, via you know money and stuff like that to help us out to cover you know stuff for the show like paying for services equipment and stuff like that because we you know we still you know trying to do stuff make the show better make it sound better make it over our presentation a whole lot better you're gonna do that by going over to patreon man uh but again episode 68 we are out of here all right one one